Welcome to Next in Line. I'm your host, Tyler. Me, I'm super fly, super duper fly. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode five of Next in Line. I'm your host, Tyler, and I have with me Brianna Giselle Rice. She is a marketing and partnerships manager within the sneaker industry, as well as the co-founder of The Move a platform and community dedicated to diversifying the fitness and wellness space, as well as highlighting women of color. How are you, girl? I'm good, I'm good. It's Sunday, I'm running around doing errands that I probably should have did at the week, but it's been good. Yay. So how are you feeling post, like right, like after election, how are you feeling? I was so happy after election, like I honestly didn't stay up to date with the news or like I tried to stay off Twitter, Instagram as much as I could. Mm-hmm. But I just had to let the news be the news when I guess the president, like regardless of what happened, I was just like, I can't like yeah. overthink this and think that I have any control, but I was so happy. Um, I'm so happy a black woman is in the VP position, you know, mm-hmm. just speaking <laughs> something from our side of the table. So I'm, I'm definitely happy. And I know I feel like everybody was kind of like, well, we still have so much to do. And it's like, yes, we still have so much to do. But I was just very happy in that moment that, all right, first step down. Right. We, let's t- we'll take this win. Yeah. We can move forward. We can take yeah. this win. I mean, we're definitely going back to purgatory, like we were in hell, but like, it's okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay, you know, we'll deal for, for now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, how did you feel about the whole process in general? I feel like anxiety levels for a lot of people went up, like it was really ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> the stress. Yeah, that's, that's definitely how I felt going into it. It was like, why am I so overwhelmed? Like I literally could not, I didn't turn on the news. I, I tried to stay off Instagram and Twitter and I was like, oh my God, like this is, this is nuts. Like everybody has, it's just like the overwhelming of like the internet and everybody has an opinion. And then you're trying to like figure out who's the right opinion you should listen to. So it's just all of that into one. (laughs) Oh my God. I couldn't sleep the, the first the first night and like when we were waiting for the results where we thought the results were coming that like yeah. that, that day yeah I, was, I couldn't sleep and like my like dad was texting me at like 1 a.m like I can't believe this shit is taking this long like I can't believe we're waiting on this and I'm like yeah the fact that it was even as close as it was that yeah that was a whole nother thing I was like wow what happened to all of these people who were so adamant? Right. People who were so adamant about, you know, changing the president and all that, but it's 50%. Mm-hmm. Right. And some of the the groups were like the nationalities that the races actually voted for him and were insane to me. It was it yeah. was crazy. Yeah, no, it it was definitely crazy, like, looking at the breakdown and seeing who voted for who, by what, and it's just like, all right, everybody's like, hurrah, dancing in the street, but I I really wish, like, that's the only thing that I really wished is that they explicitly said, like, thank you, Black women, thank Mm -hmm. you, people of color, because you, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, they hinted at it by saying, 
oh, for every girl who like looks up, but like, where's, you know, you always just want an explicit thank you. Like call it what it is. <laughs> no, give us, no, give us our motherfucking credit. Like no, yeah. give us our credits because I feel like this is another example once again, like the 30 billionth example of black women <laughs> saving the fucking day and not getting any credit for it. Once again, like we give like little small moments like, oh yeah, thank you. But like, there should have been a parade. Yeah. You have just been in Atlanta. Like, you know, like shouldn't have just been yeah. first, like, Stacey should have got a lot more recognition than she exactly. got. Mm-hmm. Like, but you know, of course. Yeah, they definitely should have highlighted her. They should have found a way to at least like have a little moment where they zoomed her in if not if she couldn't have been there like there's ways to always acknowledge that send send her something and and make a public you know announcement with it but yeah that that in itself but I was like all right let's let's just get step one in and get whatever else that comes afterwards that's true that's very true um it was also very like alarming to me to see like the amount of like certain celebrities and who was supporting who and then even after Joe Biden won like who was like saying congratulations when they never gave support ever like the entire campaign and I was like hmm these sus ass people yeah no I when I tell you like the celebrities I I couldn't like obviously you see it because it's on your timeline but I try hard to not even like indulge in the drama because I'm like, I don't <laughs> I don't look for y'all for that anyway so I can't right. even like waste my mental health on the silliness over there now I get it I was like okay <laughs> I get it like whatever so also how are you feeling about now currently like because I know like Biden was saying he's focusing on the coronavirus that's supposed to be like one of his focuses but like we're going to a second lockdown yeah. Lockdown is coming. I don't know specifically what day. Hopefully it's not like an intense lockdown like March. Yeah. But it's coming. So like how do you feel? Are you do you think you're mentally like prepared? Selfishly, I just feel like understand, okay, from like <laughs> what did I do? Yeah, a beauty standpoint. I'm like, all right, should I get some braids again? <laughs> like mm-hmm, I get that. Can yeah. y'all give us a little notice so we can make sure we have appointments set up before going in? That's like the selfish side of it. That's me. very like, true. <laughs> before they shut everything down, they should be like, look, we're yeah. cutting everything off in two weeks. Yeah. Do what you need to do. So, exactly. Like That's true. please give us a heads up because the whole just everybody closed at once that that was selfishly like all right I need to get some braids I need to figure out what I'm doing with my nails all right maybe get one last pedicure to right so that's selfishly but otherwise I think I'm pretty good I feel like I don't know I feel like the summer just kind of taught me like all right I know what it's gonna feel like right know what else to say I'm like can we just do this and it be over with no I know I get you you're like I'm just trying to get to the end girl like just trying to get this get through this because but it's getting dark at 4 30 now so it's like seasonal depression is coming like it's just getting you know it's it might get sad soon yeah no (laughs) I don't it depends on the timeline I'm I'm definitely thinking in my head okay two months I could do three four with six six like the summer with heavy restrictions and then we're still going back to like the phased approaches like phase one yeah that might get a little rough 
for me, but I'm hoping I'm like, can we just do something for two? And like, and then also I'm like, I just need them to give out stimuluses and economic relief. That's the also the Hello. I'm like, okay, you want to announce the world wants to announce a second lockdown, but what about all the aid that is needed for a second lockdown? Like, right. <laughs> so yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, what about how do you think that people are going to be able to deal within the dark? I feel like. November and December we can deal mm-hmm. holidays yeah yeah I feel like February gets very bleak mm-hmm. January is a give or take but I also feel like this this winter is going to be like really scary I feel like it's gonna yeah. be really harsh no I, I it's definitely like the timing doesn't help you know but I I'm I'm hoping like at least for me I'm like okay the holidays like I, I'm a huge like Christmas December lover like especially because like I always like it's like the preheat to my birthday and oh yeah that's nice I'm like oh that's nice you like Christmas no one says that (laughs) so like I'm like okay this is fun like and then it's like boom birthday and and that's another thing I'm like thinking right am I gonna no offense but I was like all right y'all had to have the uh, (laughs) inside birthdays I was not me I was hoping by January it's like all right it's gonna be over with right we they gonna fix it but now it's like okay that's probably not even gonna happen so that's that's probably gonna be the one thing that maybe kills me if I have to just like figure out a safe lockdown way to celebrate now yeah the birthdays this lockdown have been very interesting due to limited capacity and people just you know (laughs) and it's cold yeah it's just it's cold and it came out of nowhere. We've been getting this weird week of like hot, cold, hot, mm-hmm. cold, figure it out. And rain and down. And rain. And yeah. But I think I'm, I think I'm mentally prepared. Like I have a, I have a few cleaning supplies. Like I, I hope, <laughs> I hope summer taught me something about patience and not like going through whatever I went through during the last time, which was a whole new growth of like a growth belief of mental health. But I think I'm ready. <laughs> That's true. I wonder if this next phase is going to like have another growing aspect of what we're all going to learn about ourselves. Good and bad, <laughs> you know, because who knows? Yeah, no, that's really it. And it's just like, I'm, I'm hoping like, all right, Brie, you did, you did all that good work. Don't go back to your... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You're like, I was doing so well. But even like, so like the, we're talking about the, like the lockdown. So that mm-hmm. even is going to be affecting jobs. Like, yeah. you know, who's going to be able to work in that time if no, everything is shut down? No, exactly. That's why I was like, it's it's definitely, if you're going to talk lockdown, you have to talk aid. Because then if we're going back to all these things not being able to happen again, how do you expect people to to have this money to support themselves? And housing, like, are you, specifically for New York, are like, are you guys doing another rent relief right. thing for everyone? Like what's happening with unemployment? Like mm-hmm. was that pandemic relief getting added back onto that? Like, Lord how- forbid. <laughs> that needs to come back. <laughs> Lord forbid that needs to come back. Yeah, but like, how did they, cut- to me, this is like, how did you even cut that for so long? Like we re- like, what 
four months, I think, or whatever. Yeah, probably about what was it? I think January they cut it, right? Like the I'm not January, um, July at the end of July, I feel like, right? Yeah, like right before it really got into like heavy like election promotion. Yeah, that's yeah. where all the money went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's another thing with the election too. I'm like, okay, well, the Senate is still like we need Georgia like talking politics again, but the Senate is still heavy Republican, so. Yeah that's going to be a whole nother thing when it comes to aid like are they going to be stopping everything biden and kamala does and yeah just all the things but i'm gonna try not to worry about that <laughs> right right we're gonna try not to worry about that we're gonna try to be hopeful yeah you're hopeful well speaking of jobs like i wanted to start talking about your career and i wanted you to like tell me a little bit about like your background like your nationality, what influences you like to uh, become the person that you are now, like the woman yeah. you're going into and just a little bit about like maybe where you've interned, where your previous job experiences and all that. Yeah, so I'm West Indian, I'm Guyanese and Trini. Um, I'm originally from Atlanta. I went to school in Chicago. I played soccer there at DePaul, which is like a D1 school in the Big East. So that kind of like put me into the sports world um, for real on the map and then through that of course like networking within our athletic department I met someone who actually was on the basketball team and she was the office like lead account manager at game seven which is where I first started with sports marketing and kind of events and the whole thing with sports and I guess you know just pop culture um marketing. So that's where I interned first. And then I had my little Chicago love <laughs> with the city. Like I just, I loved everything about it outside of the winter. Um, yeah, I was like, that wind is not, that wind is <laughs> yeah. not a game, girl. No, winter is like crisp Scary. and it, like killed, it, it kills your skin. But mm -hmm. after that, I spent like about four and a half years there. And then I was offered full-time here in Brooklyn about four years ago. So switched to Brooklyn, which is where most of my family is from anyways. Mm -hmm. um, my grandma still lives here my, on my Guyanese side. I have a lot of my family that live in East Flatbush and Queens. So it definitely wasn't like, it was hard because it's just very different from both Chicago right. and Atlanta, but it was nice to have a family kind of footprint. So it wasn't like I was starting off completely on my own. Like I had that like nest to grow in and like kind of like soul search in New York for my first two years. Here. So that was cool. And then I definitely think like for me, even when I came to like Bedside, because that's where I first moved, it wasn't even as gentrified as it is now. Like now I was telling Girl. my mom, I was like, mm -hmm. it's for gentrified, <laughs> like more than when I moved here. But like just being around Black people like flourishing in so many ways is definitely something that's like inspired me throughout my career. Um, it was something that like I latched on to in Atlanta, like especially within like hip hop. And we kind of had the reins on that from like an early 2000 period, like yeah, as far as yeah. hip hop and like style, at least like from the South, I feel like Atlanta was leading it. So that's like where I latched on to when I was younger. But then when I came to New York and like in my adult life, I'm like, all right, all this Caribbean influence, like just, mm -hmm with me like I've been to I've been to Trinidad I haven't been to Guyana but it was just like to have it every day in America you know in Brooklyn you felt very at home yeah it was mm -hmm. just very nice like 
all of that, the styles, like I said, Black people flourishing, seeing Black people in creative positions on their own, thriving, creating things, you know, their own brands, content, all that. that. That was just something I was like, oh my God, what? Like, this can be a thing. So <laughs> throughout that kind of like exploration, I will say, merged with like sneakers and fitness. And, okay. Okay. Um, merged through like fitness and and sneakers and all the things I'm kind of passionate about, I was able to transmit, like bring energy into it that from a black woman perspective first, it's like, that's where I'm coming from with everything that I like approach and making sure that, you know, our voice is heard. I think that it helps that like, I'm not someone super outside of it trying to give a POV. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I'm in it, I'm speaking on behalf of the, consumer because I am the consumer at the end of the day like whatever I'm trying to create like I want to make sure like if it was another brand I would actually think to look at it and like the poster look at the content watch the video I think this person is cool from a New York City perspective so that's been just amazing and with that holding on to my baby which is the move um I started that about three years ago with my friend Quinn. Um, so we're both the co-founders of The Move. And before Corona, we were putting on events literally probably like every other month for just women of color um, in partnership with like brands that would latch on. But we definitely were doing some cool stuff, just trying to make it show that, you know, Black women, Latina women, Asian women, like we do work out. You guys use, you guys meaning the fitness industry use Black culture to seem hip, quote unquote, like, right, oh, trendy. you know, like Y7, for example, is one that I guess they're trying to change now, but they definitely were using the hip hop to market their yoga classes, but a lot of other spaces do. So we were just really adamant about changing that, disrupting that and putting on something that was really owned and created for us. So that's been cool as well. And that's really my career nutshell. I mean, I know that before we had talked about, because I was going to ask like more of a career goal for you, but I remember yeah. you saying that like within the transition of your job, that you're not focused so much on like goals, that you're more focused on growing in the position. So if you could elaborate yeah. more on that, like. Yeah. And I won't even say specifically growing in my position. It's growing in like me and what I'm learning and a knowledge insight. I think before I was very, I've. I think I evaluated myself on what position I had. Like if I felt like, okay, I'm 23, I'm in New York, check, like apartment, check. You know what I mean? It was very much, I was thinking like that, like, okay, like I haven't got a promotion. Like, how does that, how does that mean for me? Like, well, how am I like, you know, lining up against people in the industry? But I really learned, and I think this transition into this position kind of taught me that it's like, okay, cool, like, this is your position, but what's your real impact? How are you growing? Like, what's your knowledge? Like, if you if you aren't growing and like, if you take you out of this role and you can't, you know, still create and have an impact within something that you love to do, which is, you know, marketing for sneakers and for people of color, like, and just, you know, fashion and pop culture, like, if you can't have an impact in that outside of your role, then you're not really you know, you, you're not really doing what you need to do. Right, what right. your title is, like, you could still be, and that's that's really where it came. It's like, all right, let's let's get to, like, learning more. Let's get to improving yourself because regardless of where 
I am, like put me anywhere, I'm still gonna have an impact. And that's where I'm trying to get to next. So for me, that's less of a position because I wanna have that in my bag. So that's what I'm getting to. I mean, what has your experience as a Black woman been like in your career path, specifically since you've done sports marketing and like you're in more mm -hmm. of a, I guess like, I don't want to say footlocker or like in sneaker, sneaker wise, it's more of a man dominated field. But like, you know, how was your, how was your experience been as a Black woman just in your specific field? Yeah, I think the Black women that I've met in my field have pushed me to like, and inspired me to like go harder, create harder. Like for us, I, for me, like when I came to New York, once again, like the kind of the environment that I was in, it was like young people like me who were already the consumer, like trying to create for ourselves. And that was super inspiring. And as a black woman, it was like, it's, it's weird because you don't think you have to say like, at least when you first start, you don't think you have to express like, no, this isn't right. We like to think like this, like, we're not, you know, you don't have to be so bubbly and pink and glitter, mm -hmm. like for that's not every lane within this industry. You don't think that, or at least even for some people, maybe you're like a little shy or a little nervous to say that. But for me, it was more so like, oh, I didn't think that needed to be said. I just assumed y'all understood it. But I learned like, no, you got to voice that opinion. Sure. You're in that, you know, you're in that meeting for a reason. You're giving your insights on this plan for a reason and that's kind of what I'm bringing now as a black woman and I am what I've also learned is like I've always been very like adamant about just forward thinking in general like I'm like all right let's let's go here like we've already done that like let's try new things like I've always been like that in sports and I think that's kind of where I got that like confidence to say that so now as a black woman it's like all right I'm trying to say that in these other lanes and really create it and it's like I don't really think of it like, okay, black man versus black woman versus white woman versus white man. I'm more so like, mm -hmm. I'm giving y'all the insight on what makes sense and what's gonna work and what's really gonna connect. And that's what it is. Like, it's less about, and I try to like speak that way. It's less about a conversation. It's more so, no, this is the stance. Like, and I wanna go forward with that. Okay, yes, I hear, I mean, I. I feel like most women can't like it's hard for us to step into that kind of power and like own that and be like okay this is where I feel like we need to be doing I feel like mm -hmm. most of us only get so much opportunity to like give it uh your opinion unless it's like yeah. oh hey now we want to do black stories mm -hmm. what do you think <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> so it's great that you're like you're like no this is my stance this is where I want to like this is my opinion I want to give it like it needs to be implemented blah, 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 like all that that's yeah, great. and I will say, like, it helps to pull, like, learnings, and I think this is where the knowledge comes from. If you're pulling, like, learnings and stats and references, for example, if you're putting a presentation together and you're pitching your, the way you think we should go, it always helps to have those kind of learnings, like, the New York City shoppers wearing sets and fleece, and then you get visuals and stats and sales, like, so it's, it's still all of that wrapped into one, but it's like, it's less, it's less like controversial when you come already prepared, like with that information. <laughs> Gotta love Brooklyn. Everyone in Brooklyn has a bike now. <laughs> Everyone in Brooklyn has a bike now. Oh, this is so funny. It's literally. <laughs> it's okay. It's totally, it's totally fine. Um, I was going to say, how do you feel 
about the lack of diversity within the creative world, not only just in your industry, but like what you've been just seeing in other corporations, other companies, recently what's been getting divulged throughout the last six months about, you know, corporate and brands and how much, what race, the percentage of what race works at what company and all that, like, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, I think definitely at the beginning of whatever, when everybody seemed to be awoke, from like other races <laughs> opened. <laughs> it was definitely like, yeah, it was definitely like very frustrating. Like I was so, I was frustrated. I was like, how could you not understand? Like you guys have the privilege of living in the space where you don't even see like, oh wait, I'm, there's no black people on your executive board. No black people like, with your C-suite. Like to think that and I feel like it's something that we pay so much attention to. Like, I know as soon as I go anywhere that's in a professional setting or even a workout setting, I'm like, okay, I'm like counting. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, and then, you know, you feel a little more excited. You see three black girls, you're like, oh, okay. Like, right. you know, and you you feel like more accepted. So to me, it was like, how can you even, you, you guys didn't acknowledge that, but then you're like, okay, that doesn't even surprise me. So it was all of those emotions but I feel like I have been learning like all right let's take it for ourselves like if I can put in my role put three four or five black people on who truly deserve to be on like I'm gonna I'm gonna do that like right and saying like we have that mentality and it's and I think sometimes what I've learned is people can be a little bit nervous they don't think they have that empowerment but it's like you you do or maybe you can you know, give that reference, like, we, we definitely have to be as a, a collective, especially now that we have this, a little bit of push from people being awakened right now. Right, <laughs> we, we gotta take a moment, it. right, to do this. Yeah, exactly, we have, we have this, you know, advantage right now, and I want us to take all of it, I want us to be in those positions, and I think more more of it will come the more businesses, you know, we create and corporations we create. So I, I don't ever feel like it's probably going to get to 100% where we ideally see it to be. But I'm like, all right, at least if we can infiltrate one by one in our own respective industries, that that's definitely like where I want it to go. No, I 100% agree. Another question is for the move what Mm -hmm. exactly like so how did that come about I know you were saying like you were talking about your co-founder and how you guys wanted to create a community but was it a conversation did something happen were you going to like local you know like activities and just like you weren't seeing a lot of people of color any black women yeah it was definitely all of that into one so we were going to workouts me and my co-founder Quinn and no, we were working out and we we're listening to rap music in these classes and we're the only two black women in there. And, you know, it's continuing, it's continuing. So then I just hit her. I was like, what do you think about this? <laughs> like, and we didn't have a name. I was like, I want to create just like a space for women of color to work out like content that's created for us, but it shows a collective. Like I felt very much that it was polarized. Like either you're following, you know, this movement or you're with this trainer, but like I wanted it to represent a community and we really like sat down crafted it out like okay how are we going to represent this what content are we creating um you know our, what workouts make sense trainers partnerships like we wanted all of that to really 
be something that felt natural to us and encouraged women of color to like come out, work out, have fun, and just have a premium experience. That was also another thing is like in New York specifically, there was these boutique events and for fitness um, and workouts. And still it's, it's only white women there. And it's like, how, how's that possible? Like, it's not like it was an invite only, like I found my way into here, but then at the end of the day, like, why would you want to go to something that you realize is only either one is going to only be white women is no one's there going to look like you or two is not even being marketed you know people like you yeah to be inclusive or any of that so we were like all right why continue to you know go to these things when we can just create it ourselves me and my co-founder were both in a similar industry we know how we have experience with events and partnerships and influencer networks so we really just took it upon ourselves to kind of create that space no, I mean, like, to be honest, I mean, I don't work out. Hardly <laughs> work out. It sounds really bad, but I hardly work out. But when I do go to a lot of these classes, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's honestly insane to go to a workout class or a hip hop class or any of these dance classes, which be a lot of them. And most mm-hmm. of them have white instructors dancing, mm-hmm. cla- like dancing or t- teaching mm-hmm. a class that they like really don't know anything about. You know, mm-hmm. and then there's no one else that looks like you. And you're like, okay, but we're also listening to hip hop. And she's also exactly. telling me to drop it low when she can't get low, you exactly. know, and she's trying to teach me how to twerk, but then there's no ass on her. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like I'm confused. Drake, and, then and then I'm just being encouraged to yeah. work out. It's, it's crazy. Like Drake is lit saying all of these things that that's us. <laughs> and you see no one, it, like, it's very like, it's not, it's not connecting. So we just were like, all right, let's do this. Let's, let's create it for ourselves. And I'm very, I'm very proud of us. Cause obviously in a pandemic, you know, workout together, that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> especially for us, like prioritizing people of color who know we're the most affected by Corona, like that's something that's important as well. So we have been transitioning to do like more digital, um, experiences and like more focus on our content so it's been something we're still like learning because you know when you're doing things for yourselves it takes a little bit of time right right but that's fine but it's it's still something like all right we're gonna make this good we're gonna make it premium and make it something that you definitely like at least enjoy to see any like surprising 2021 goals for the company Um, for for our company it's really just like becoming more financially you know stable I think for us we're trying to figure out the best way to get those dollars like that's really yeah the other stuff like I'm we are we're definitely like we have we're two creatives we're two women like I'm not too worried about us figuring that out it's really just okay how do we make our business pop like who's gonna be next like you know help us and put us on. And, and I really do mean that because that's sometimes all you need, like that one person who is in that room and it's like, oh wait, I know a fitness brand that puts on for women of color, like let's use them, like they're ready. And that that's like the make or break it sometimes for, you know, especially us black people, like that's, that's how we get in a lot true. of the time. So. It's very true. Just having that opportunity, like to showcase what you can actually do what you're specialized in, what your expertise is, and like, hey, look, I can do it. And mm-hmm. you can pay me the right coin for it.
for it. Exactly. Also, also exactly. pay me the right course for it. Exactly. We both we both understand budget. So when it when we hopefully we have that conversation, we're definitely gonna be prepared. Like, actually, we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I also wanted to ask like some closing out questions. So the first one is, what is one thing you think you're still trying to prove to yourself right now? Yeah. Um, I think that's such a hard question. <laughs> I know I answered it the last time, but I'm trying to think, what am I trying to prove to myself right now? I think that I feel like it's everything has a time still. And I think this is what it, maybe I alluded to last time, but it's definitely for me, everything has this time. Like I said, trying to really use this time of being in a different environment and learn more and develop myself and not be too focused on where everybody else is headed professionally or what's what they got going on it's like dang I was there for him popping already like right Like, having those thoughts and calming it down is something that I'm trying to work towards um live more healthy like love more you know I want to just love endlessly in my relationships. Like those are like all of my little personal goals. I I am an Aquarius, so I am very forward thinking. Like (laughs) I naturally could think about, okay, my outfit three weeks from now, like in my hair. I prepare, I prepare for my birthday like a, a month and change out. Like, let me start shopping for outfits, girl. Let me get these these looks together. Exactly. It's like, all right, I'll try to do this, this, and that. But it's like, okay, from a professional standpoint and for your own sake and your own growth, like just be a little bit more patient with the time and like understanding that it's gonna come. That's that's really what I'm trying to prove my prove to myself. It's gonna come, it's gonna come and you're gonna be ready. And it's, it's going to be like amazing. Allowing yourself a little grace. Yeah. I like that. That's definitely it. Like, all right. You, you've gotten somewhere. You, you, you doing your thing a little bit. Yeah. Like, you, you're like, you like you gotta- acknowledgement, acknowledging yeah. kind of like standing in it. Like yeah. I, we grace through and things very easily it and like, celebrating it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's like sometimes, especially when you're home, maybe this is like another thing, like, you know, we do our work, we put out like amazing, you know, X, Y, and Z. And it's like, sometimes when you're, we're working from home or just like in a more personal space where nobody else is, it's like, it's hard for you to receive like that acknowledgement because you're used to like getting it, I don't know, in an office environment or dinner mm-hmm. with friends and like going out to drinks at a bar and you'd be like, dang girl, you did like, you know, but it's harder this time to get that constant, like, you know, outside fuel. So you got to kind of do it for yourself. Like, yes. <laughs> like it's right. sometimes really like, I did that. like talk to myself, like, you know, you what? You look at you. <laughs> like it's really that conversation. Give a little pep talks. No, you have to. You have to. I've been realizing that too. You have to give yourself a little grace. Like we don't mm-hmm. necessarily acknowledge and celebrate our triumphs. We focus yeah. on what we don't have and we compare. Yeah especially career-wise with a lot of people. So exactly. I feel I feel that on you too. I'm probably doing the same thing, trying to prove that to myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, another question is, um, if you could name this chapter in your life right now, what would it be called? I know it's different now. Maybe it's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it definitely is different. That's crazy because I feel like it's always been a fuck. <laughs> Hmm. I like I still think it's more of what you said but I don't know what it would be called like something with like be proud of where you like came from and and be excited for where you're headed maybe that's the chapter like proud from where you came from excited for where you're headed um because yeah it is something it's like stop focusing on, you know, getting everything else that you think you don't have, but be proud of what you did. Like you put in that work, you got there, you created these things, like be proud of that and use that to like be excited. Like, even though it didn't come where I thought it was going to come, like this promotion, this move, this transition, all of these things, these beautiful things that are happening in my life, it did come and it did like come when it needed to and so having that like excitement and understanding like all right you see you see what's gonna happen like just continue to you know do what you need to do take that grace like you said celebrate those moments and be more understanding of that is definitely still the space I'm in right now oh okay what about okay last question what about What do you think your guilty pleasure is going to be throughout if we go on a second lockdown mm-hmm. or sorry when we when we go on a second lockdown because it's yeah. what do you think your guilty pleasure is going to be do you think it's going to be like netflix do you think it's going to be like redecorating your apartment i feel like people had different addictions the first wave of corona like you know we all did yeah definitely like the first lockdown it was definitely decorating like we changed <laughs> me and my boyfriend we changed our whole like office setup to be more like earthy and vibrant like it before was very like neutral like the rest of our apartment but now it's like more colorful and green and like bold so that's like that was the first one but I think it's gonna be still holiday like I love Christmas I feel like all Guyanese people love Christmas to be honest really I've like never heard that like the West Indians I didn't know what it was like no ask ask if you like ask if you know other Guyanese people ask other Guyanese people because my grandma like she's even more crazy like she got she has like 20 Santas in her house like (laughs) wow okay Okay. so I feel like that's gonna be the new like me trying to be super festive (laughs) for the holidays like getting more getting getting decorating like great decorating pieces and like you know, yeah. like really rich, like, like decorations for the elegant decorations for the tree. That's fancy, yeah. girl. Start, that's grown. That's grown woman stuff. Go ahead, start. <laughs> you should. You should start. Yeah. No, I have some uh, decorations. I asked my boyfriend yesterday. I was like, "Can you take down the Christmas stuff? I think I want to start." Like he was like, "No, absolutely." Wait, wait, wait. You're one of those people. It's not even Thanksgiving yet, and people already have Christmas shit. I know, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, people be just ready. I'm like, let Thanksgiving pass. They're already playing Christmas music. Like, let it pass. But that's, are you going to get like a Charlie Brown Christmas tree or like a real Christmas tree since you're like really into Christmas? Yeah, it's real Christmas tree. And I think that's, I think that's the Georgia in me. Like, I might have to go fake because, you know, New York and it's like, I don't want to clean it up. You can get like the medium ones. Like I get like a, a Charlie Brown real one every yeah. year normally. And I like put yeah. it in the corner. Cause I can't get yeah. a big one. It'll take up too much space. And exactly. That's, exactly. So that's the thing. It's like messy versus fake versus what you can carry up to 
I'm on the yeah. second floor. So sure. it's like, <sighs> but yeah, it'll be something that is grown, like you said. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, I mean, I everyone had a different addiction during quarantine. I'm so serious. People mm-hmm. were like shopping for different things or indulging in different things. So yeah. I was just curious. I might indulge in a PS5. That might be what okay. I might I might have to games, but I mean I'm not a gamer so much anymore. Like I used to be. I feel like, you know, how we were growing up, like we had Xbox, PlayStation, like all those little game stations, yeah. but it's gonna be boring. Like next like I'm almost done with half and half. The Parkers is about to be done. I'm about to yeah. finish out all these series. I don't know Dang. what else is gonna be on the TV. You know what I mean? I don't know what else is yeah. what Housewives is starting. So I guess I'll have that, but you know, like I need something else to do if we're going to be here. That's real. I hope they drop some more movies too. Like. (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully some good movies. Hopefully some good movies. Cause we've been, uh, there's been great black cinema, like and film Mm -hmm. coming out, like a huge range. I know this is super off topic, but even um, I watched In His House the other day from Netflix. So it's about this, um, I'm not specifically like this African couple, I'm not specifically sure where they're from. It kind of, I don't want to say it sounds like the story from Hotel Rwanda, like refugees, like trying to escape Mm -hmm. to America, being replaced, but they were being replaced in like the UK and Mm -hmm. um, they were put in this house and Mm -hmm. supposedly spirits followed them from where they came from because they did some shady shit to get there. And girl, that house was attacking. It was coming to get him. It was coming to get her. Well, mainly him. It was coming to get him. But it was crazy. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna watch that too. But it was like a great, you know, like another great, like, oh, we're not really in scary movies like that, you know, outside of dying first. Literally. Yeah. (laughs) So it it was interesting. Okay, I'm gonna watch that. That sounds good. Okay. But I also want you to tell everybody where they can find you, both Instagrams, the move and your own personal one. Yeah, so you can follow me at Brianna Giselle, G-A-Z-E-L-L-E for Giselle, um, and at themove.co for all things The Move. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with me for episode five of Next In Line. Be sure to follow Next In Line on Instagram. That's Next In Line with three E's at the end, as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you.